Hello and welcome to genuinely an incredibly special episode of Boys Gone Wild. I'm so excited I can barely contain myself. Uh, coming into this episode, I was feeling like we didn't have much to talk about. Uh, many weeks it's often hard to find stuff to talk about and it's an anxiety throughout the week. Then sometimes the gods shine brightly on the fortune of Boys Gone Wild. Clearly they listen to the pod, Greek gods obviously who I'm talking about. Uh, and they gave us a gift from the sky because just out of nowhere on the weekend, Andrew got clarted in the schnoz betwixt the eyes, uh, blood, a little scar, nearly broken, potentially broken, punched to the face. I mean, for the Boys Gone Wild pod, I can't think of anything better than one of the pod hosts being clarted betwixt the eyes. It really was a dreamy sight. And when it happened on the weekend in Parsons Green of all places, a punch up in Parsons Green Park. <laughs> a punch up in Parsons Green Park. Many people ran to Andrew's aid in fear of his own safety. I was jumping for joy. I was yipping like a, a young puppy because I could not believe the luck. Uh, the only negative emotion I think I felt in the moment was I was jealous it didn't happen to me because then I would have that for life but uh welcome to the show andrew Thank it you. really <laughs> he got clotted in the face it's good to be back <laughs> he it got punched in the face <laughs> he really did it looks like because i had a week off last week yeah. it kind of looks like i took a week off because <laughs> because we had a fight or something look now. at his face this is a lot better than it was it's been pretty obscene for the last few <laughs> Do days you want to show a photo of what it was like well should we just why don't we just get the photos out of the way yeah so, there so was this is what it looked like straight after the clot that's there. <laughs> you got clotted. Then there's one when I came back. Yeah. And then there's one the next morning. Mm. And then this is the worst one the morning after that. Yeah. And then that will do. Yeah, that and will now do. now we're here. This is him now. But this it's so exciting because this never happens. We talk about, um, wouldn't it be funny if? And yeah. then you actually, you got clotted by some hoodlums. I did get cl <laughs> clobbered by some hoodlums. <laughs> you got clobbered in the schnoz. Well, they clearly knew what they were doing. They did because you got fucked up so badly. Oh, God. I mean, yeah, and we, we could talk. Well, we, well, let's let's discuss what happened. <laughs> let's discuss what happened. People because when Horatio was just saying that he jumped for joy, he's not fucking exaggerating. As in, there was, was you giddy. know, back up. <laughs> Backup could have been appreciated rather than the fucking pa oh, paparazzi. Like, oh. You fucking ran in and the photo that you just saw of me was <laughs> both. Well, I'm kind of laughing that I just got punched, but I'm also going, why the fuck are he you taking a picture of this? He right was traumatised. And I was like, this is where this is where I'm good. This is where the, I get paid the big bucks. Is when emotionally, we're in a group with 20 of some of our closest friends. This is a, a very close-knit group of people who all care about each other. Everyone there was worried. But me, someone who has a big picture guy, this is where, why I get paid more than Andrew. <laughs> so moments like this, I did not have an ounce of worry. I was focused on the task at hand. I was like, I need to capture this piece of history. I don't care if I'm the bad guy. Yeah, I, it was a good idea to capture it, but I bled for like two hours. There were plenty of opportunities to do it. Not like a second after I got up of the I floor. I need to get it. When people, when people are still being kicked in, in other areas. Of the, our friends are still being kicked in other areas of the park. 
Oh, God. I wish I'd got at least one Clark. Not a bad Yeah, well, Clark. you would have if you went over to assist. I was. I came as you quick as You went over to take a picture. No. <laughs> you ran over and went like that. Tell the story and I'll explain why so. Because okay. I'm not having any of this slander. So everyone that knows me, including... Nose. You, got clotted on the nose. That's yeah, this is good. <laughs> and this isn't something I've been experiencing for the last five days. <laughs> What happened, if, if anyone that knows me knows I have two key beliefs. One of them is I have a zero tolerance policy on litter. <laughs> and the other is you've got to crack a few eggs to make an omelette. It's true. So if you it's put, really strange. If you put those two principles. Two, and those are my only two principles. <laughs> and I will, be willing, I will be willing to die for them. <laughs> and if you put those two things together, you've basically got the whole picture. But it's a very I'll say rare it for you example. anyway. We were in the park with our friends, many of them. Um, and then we then got out to leave the park yeah. and go home. Um, most, of, most of us had walked ahead. And there was one of my friends, Max Peterson, who is going to be named. Yeah, name him fully. Name him fully. Max Peterson. Who, he's a fucking he is, liability. He is the belligerent of this whole situation. <laughs> he's the cause. Because he of is it. a fucking hothead. I <laughs> love him. I love him to pieces and I'll go to war for him, but he's a fuckhead. Fuck he's a hothead. <laughs> so he, we're walking back through the park. Um, Max, we've all had a few beverages, sure. But Max, to be fair to him, had painstakingly walked around our place in the park and picked up all the litter. So he, he had two big bags of litter and I think he was feeling a bit smug about his own litter picking abilities. Can I kind of, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is actually, it was me and Max were walking back and he had two bags of litter he just put away. Yeah. And then I see yeah, yeah. loads of litter strewn and I point out. Oh yeah, oh I my, was me. you have so much more of a part in this <laughs> than I've realised. If I hadn't said that, none of this would have happened. It was me. It was me who started it. I mean, I don't take any blame for it because you should be able to say this comment and not have a fucking hothead cause a potential. <laughs> you said it. It was me. It was I did you. not know that. This I think is I your told fault. you, but you were all fuzzy because you've been clattered betwixt the nose. Oh, yeah, because as soon as you get punched, you don't want your mate to take a picture of you and go, well, I actually told him to do that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, can you get me a fucking right, tissue? Right, let's tell the story. Right. So, Wait, you, so from my, just this part. Right, you, you do your part. Yeah, so I was walking along. I was with Max. <coughs> And then I I make a comment saying that's a lot of litter. I di I didn't realise. I thought people had just left you it. You can't say that to Max. I, 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 in retrospect, once Ma Max, our friend, has a has drunk a couple of beverages. What's terrifying about our friend Max is he can be the drunkest of anyone and look completely sober, but then act like a weird sober guy, which is the worst yeah. kind of drunk. Because normally, if you're weird when you're drunk, you're like, Ugh. but he acts like complete, our friend Paul. like our friend Paul, who was yeah. also there. But this, our friend Max, when he gets drunk, just seems like an odd sober man. He does. That's yeah. what's terrifying. The way we summed up his humour, <laughs> as in the other night yeah. when we came back, is like if you're having a normal conversation with friends, he'll just like leave and just stand against the wall doing nothing for a minute. <laughs> like a sim back. who you've just yeah. left facing the wall. Yeah. Or like stand in the middle of the road and just. just so look he's completely weirdly. fucked, but he has the ability to look together. So I point at the litter and then I see him. Just like no expression, wasn't angry, wasn't anything, yeah. just started walking towards us. I was like, Max, Max, please, Max, no, no, no. Because there's a group of like 20, 25 people all wearing like, I'd commented on how they're all wearing black. And this actually kind of adds, I was like, that's kind of weird that they're all pretty much wearing black windbreakers and um, They didn't look black frenzy. <laughs> no, but Max on his own just walks up to fucking like Tell him 15 off. hard guys. And then I think you probably know. So then him. there was, he walked up and to a very large group of them and was, I could see him. I could see what everyone else had left. So at this point, the only males left mm. were me, you, Nick, 
and Max. Yeah. And I was sitting there chatting to Izzy. Um, and then I saw that he was saying that and I was saying, oh, please don't do anything for fuck's sake. And then I could see and know Max that he's not going to let anything go. And he, I could see it getting more and more heated. And there was this obscure, massive tree branch that was lying in the middle of the park. And I saw one of them pick it up. So at that point, I was, oh, for f- <laughs> I went to Izzy, for fuck's sake, I'm going to have to go and try and solve this. So I went over and I was, I was also quite drunk. So I was not... I was trying to, I was trying to drag Max away. Yeah, but I you was, weren't the most diplomatic you've ever I, been. I'm usually fairly diplomatic, but they were also. You big, had a tiny were, bit of a hothead. Dude. I had a bit of a hothead that day <laughs> because I could because I thought they were about to hit Max with a fucking tree. Mm-hmm. So I went over to make sure he wasn't by himself getting hit by a tree, and then but actually I semi-escalated the situation. Yes, because um, I went over and I went I went but. I went over and said, come on, boys. I mean, you should pick your fucking letter up. But anyway, just leave it. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Say, Max, let's go. Um, and then I... And, and uh, <laughs> it all gets a bit fuzzy from here. You don't but I said... <laughs> I was saying that. I was saying, come on, let's go. And, I was just, and they kept shouting or whatever. And then one of them picked up that tree and just like threw it at me. Yeah. And I went, oh, fuck off. Come on, let's just... And he went, did you just tell me to fuck off? One of them did. There What's was like, going through your head when you have that question raised? Because you know, in my head, I really wanted to jab at them yeah, because I yeah. there was because they were. But you know what? My blood had boiled. You know what they're setting up? There. Yeah, what my blood had boiled at that point, and he went, "Oh, did you just tell?" Me? One of them went. There was a lot of them around me. One of them went, "Did you just tell me to fuck off?" And I went, "Yeah, actually, yeah, no, I think I did." <laughs> and really sarcastic. Yeah. Um, and then I think someone from this side just sucker punched me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. There's well, theory yeah. that it was so twice. I, um, after Andrew had left Izzy to go sit, speak to Max, I started speaking to our friend Izzy. We're walking way ahead and we're laughing. We're saying how weird Max is when we're drunk. We're like, what's he doing? This is ridiculous. And we're all, we we stand still because we're quite far back away and we're just watching. Andrew's up there. He's like, this is... And we're laughing our head off. It's so funny. And then um, I see... But basically around the same time, Max get clarted. I feel something uh, maybe you got hit in the stomach or something not no i didn't i got hit or in the something face. made you like uh, keel over and yeah. then you got seemed to get up a cunt punch, punched in it your must face. have been twice because i've got a i thought he might be wearing a ring yeah so i think I've he got, came from the side i think some one bloke came from the I think side one guy hit you from the and side and then another ca- so and then it was literally and then got so it was literally just like and then i chuck a- my beer and i run over as quick as possible and i'm thinking god i got some options here because basically there's two options there was three. You either, you make it a hoedown. Mm. That's your option, which is like, the, 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 the normal masculine option is you make it a hoedown, which is you see your friends getting clarted and yeah. you're like, I'm going to throw in one clart and then get four clarts in the face, yeah. which I'd already seen happen to you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking about this. I've got the two girls with me screaming, stop, stop, stop. And I'm thinking, look, there's 15 of them. Let's just get people away. <laughs> Then our friend Nick, who's way further ahead. (laughs) So our friend Nick, who's a bigger hothead than both Paul and Max, way further ahead. I think smells it from a distance, almost like kind of the back call. He comes charging in like Sonic the Hedgehog. I saw this from the floor. (laughs) So I saw, like, I was still amongst, I think, being kicked loosely by these men. And then I saw, I I was just kind of lying on the floor with blood pouring down my face. And I just see Nick run in, almost immediately fall over and just be kicked on the floor as no, well. No, no, because what, what Nick, I think Nick was the only one because uh, Nick managed to get 
either person who punched you or the person who punched Matt. You get he, one in. He run up the whole part. He yeah. properly got a hit. And then literally, it was like a, a black cloud. in Because they're all wearing black puffers. They just... Oh, and like old school, you know, in films where people are like kicking with their whole body. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, like that was cheap, the first. Cheap, like, kind of like New York 80s, kind of like hip hop yeah, films yeah. where it's like, it's you're like, getting yeah. up in the alleyway and it's yeah. kind of like a bit. And they're clearly fake kicking, <laughs> just like, just on the floor. Yeah, it was a proper, and then I was like, okay, there's there's nothing I can do that would make this. Because as soon as one more Clark goes in, then this escalates. We yeah. managed to drag him away. The girls do most of the job of just screaming, stop, stop, They're stop. You all, the biggest thing of ever being around a fight, which I'm not regularly around, but yeah. you just always hear girls going, no, <laughs> stop that, no. You what, mate, you bloody. This is madness, no. You and it's actually, me, you bloody blow. it's no. actually the most like horrible part of a fight, hearing just women the, shout the, the like women that. scream. Because they sound genuinely traumatized. It's yeah. horrible. It's the mixture of the, yup, yup, yup. The girls on their side just screaming for to stop as well. And to be fair, they, it, at least it didn't seem like they were like uh, out for the kill. They were yeah, happy yeah. as long as we backed off. They were happy yeah. to let it slide. So we had to drag them away. And then what was embarrassing is so of the people, there was a group of like twenty of us. Of the of the people who um, were around the fight, there was six. Two girls, four boys. The three boys... No, there was three girls and three boys. No. <laughs> well, that's what, that's what I... Actually, someone made the point about the fact you're not legally allowed on trampolines. So it could have been... It could have been a very different... A very different... This is different. the slander that I really wish I'd got at least a nick. Because it was really embarrassing when we met with the group again and there was clearly, Everyone's faces every exploded. Boy, <laughs> and you are just... And I'm clean as... <laughs> It looks like I hid behind the girls as a human shield. When actually, no, were, I was you, the only non-hothead. You were like the war journal. the day, arguably. I was the one who... who, who saved the fucking Because I know how to speak to other people. And yeah, I so looked at the man across at me and I said, why are we fighting, guys? I, I looked at him and I said... What is the point? What are we gaining from this? Yeah. And he went, you know what? I'm glad you said that. I'm sorry. That's what Thank I you. said. Do you I have went, a Patreon that's what I I'm subscribing today? <laughs> that's what I said. I just went in there before it started <laughs> no, to get ridiculous. you were hot-headed. I wasn't that hot-headed. I was cool I, I still said this as well, yeah. But that was that. Um, so then I've ruined several of my clothes from, yes. from blood. Covered in blood. The, the issue is with being, uh, we had, we then, I looked, I then, <laughs> I, actually there's one I should, I'll show you this picture of me on the train when I looked exactly like Elephant Man for quite a long period of time. Yeah. But the journey back was amusing because I went back with Adam on the train and obviously looked ridiculous, kept mm. dropping my wallet and thing. I was definitely concussed, I think. Sure. I've, I've done a lot of speaking to myself around the house when it doesn't, and, and like kind of clocking that mm. I'm doing that, and then it not making any sense whatsoever yeah. as well. But we went in, we went in and got beers on the way back. I got we we picked up the beers. No, we got off. We went into Wells. We were on the tube. We went to Wells Court, and I was there dripping with blood. And then the train went backwards. The tube from Wells Court. The tube went backwards. It started going to the other stops. So, so me and Adam were going, the train's going backwards. What I think I've gone to was some sort of concussed parallel universe. Sure. But apparently it quite famously divides at Elves Court. Famous. Hey, uh, it was famously. famously. Yeah, famously. Yeah. Um, so then we got out and then we were gibbering around the street, me bleeding, going, well, the train just went backwards. This doesn't make any sense. Can we have three beers, please? <laughs> and then they got three beers in a bag. They brought them out, they dropped them on the floor. They smashed everywhere. Really? Went back and went, Can I have three more beers, please? 
and then we got got into an Uber, and then whilst we were talking about the fact that we dropped three beers on our way down, because Adam was fucked as well, he was as useless as me. I was holding another. He beer. didn't get punched. He was just drunk. No, yeah. and I, as I say, a, a part of it because. Every single guy that we then told, informed what would happen. They were like, if I was there. Oh, <laughs> Everyone. Like, no, it was a not. fascinating yeah. um, look on masculinity, actually. Because, you know, we, we are when I speak to friends in comedy who have grown up in different areas of the UK, like fighting is just, even our flatmate Adam, fighting is no, just- Adam would, I'm glad he wasn't there. No, but, but after, I'm saying he grew up in Blackpool and yeah. he would just say that like fights were just a regular kind. Yeah, yeah. You just have school fights. We never had school fights no, or anything like that. More, it's, we it's, more had school bundles. We more had like, um, <laughs> it was more homoerotic at our school oh, yeah. and uh, more sensual. And also- That's what, cause I just tried to the grab- The abuse I was just, more complex I, emotional yeah. abuse. I just tried to hook, hook one of their legs and go, got your bundle. <laughs> and then they saw that as wrong. But yeah, that's the thing is it's like, <coughs> um, even speaking to different people, uh, it, who you just meet throughout life it's just interesting that like fighting for a lot of men growing up that's just a part that's just a normal yeah, thing yeah. on a night yeah. out people start and I've just never been we've never been those kind of we had who, one at Lewis well yeah on your birthday which I'll we'll get to in a sec because I've also been punched in the face with the yeah. exact same group of people yeah um, it always happens with them mm. but the hotheads the hotheads the hot they are our hotheads but we love them and that's why we do these things exactly but then he so uh, then getting back, but the amount of admin that is involved in getting punched in the face. Because what I was thinking about for the whole day after and the day and day after that, because I would never hit someone first in my life. No. So when I'm thinking, so when you're well, when you punch someone, the the pain isn't that bad. It was it really hasn't been that terrible. Um, it's more like the after pain is the issue, and it's the constant application of antiseptic wipes. Yeah, that's not and cool. plasters and icing it and shit like that. That is where the real pain of being punched comes from. Do people who punch know that? Are they like this? Isn't because it doesn't hurt that much in the moment. But like, oh, you're gonna have a fucking admin nightmare for four days. Do you think it's like in medieval ages where they used to like soak arrows in piss so that yeah. when they'd go in, they'd yeah, so it's not infected. about the initial it's impact. Like, oh, you, you only caught me it's here. About, you oh, wait quick. for all. Good luck uh, being on that GP waiting list, pal. <laughs> heard it's pretty bad of mine because of COVID. <laughs> Ever heard of it? That's what I feel is the more landing impact of a punch yeah. is the admin involved after. Going out and buying antiseptic cream. I lost my fucking vape in the incident. Had to go and buy another vape. It's been a nightmare of admin rather than a nightmare of pain. I am going to have a scarred nose. That's going to be... That's going to be part... Well, you've been very unlucky with your face in general. Yeah. You've been dealt tough hands. I mean, the thing is, what's even more frustrating, I was nailing my skincare routine. You really were? It was on fleek. <laughs> and now it's back to being shit after one day. Do you know what happened? I got a haircut and I was nailing my skincare routine. That was last week when I wasn't on the fucking podcast. Yeah. So now... As soon as... This. As soon as I've... I, this has happened. Now I can't... I haven't been able to wash my face for three days because it's too swollen and it hurts too much. Yeah, because you regularly get cysts. Like... Yeah. Your, your face is constantly trying to destroy itself. It's it like trying to need, commit suicide. It doesn't need a, a scar on there. <laughs> but now I'm going to have one in the, in the middle of my nose. Jury's out whether it will be ridiculous or sexy. We'll find out. Yeah. Because what is a sex? What makes a sexy scar? I, I, I've asked a few women yeah. and they've all said sexy, um, but they'd all lie to me. They're all lying to you. Because yeah. a, a sexy scar... Eyebrow scar's sexy. That's sexy. An eyebrow scar is sexy. It might be. This isn't sexy, I don't think. Do you not think? Because that looks like you've nicked it on a, like a, a desk that you've fallen into. Well, every woman I'll ever meet next, I will say. Exactly. It was from a fight. Yeah, was, you need to... I didn't it. nick it on a lamppost. <laughs> it looks like I was you... standing up to litterers. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> it was such a posh boy fight though. Because we're the, the thing is. Look, I have a zero tonnage policy on this. We're, we're we're in East London. Uh, I don't think I would ever dream of even uh, getting at all. Oh, I wouldn't get Larry with anyone, but you wouldn't even dream of doing it in the East London part. We yeah. were in Fulham. We yeah. were in a, a green, in Parsons green. green, which was like, I remember walking, we'd we, we travel there to see our friends. I remember walking past the pubs and saying, everyone here is so Parsons green. It was just like, barber yeah, yeah. jackets, just like, with the people sitting in the pubs outside, it was literally a chorus of, rah, 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 rah. Yeah. it was all boaters and rowers. And we, clearly we found the one group who were And Max decided won. to get Larry with the one group that wasn't. <laughs> they were like the most violent people I've ever seen in my life. They were. I mean, if this, there's a chance that this is from one punch, so you've got to hand it to exactly. them. That was quite a hit. But also what's interesting is it's like, Pretty much from the second Max said, pick up your litter, it was so little time before a punch went to his face. It wasn't. I was watching him for a while and I thought, I don't need to go over there yet. He'll walk away in a second. He'll walk away in a second. And I think I watched him for about a minute and he wasn't walking away and they started to look more aggressive. So it wasn't. It was about... And then I was punched within about 10 seconds of going over there. So it was about a minute and a half in total. <laughs> he'd gone in with his, um, he's got a hero complex. So he really got in. I don't saying, have a hero. He, My friend was against 20 he, guys with gonna, a fucking tree punch. You're, you're imagining yourself walking in there and being like, look, lads, we've all had a couple of victories to drink. Let's just leave it out. But you went in there and just got smacked right. It's just unexpected. I'd do it again. Because we have, we've ha- We've all had um, verbal clashes on nights out and stuff. Yeah. But, and it's always been the underlying potential risk, but it's just never happened. It's never happened. So it was, must have been that a shot. That happened very quickly. Yeah. It must have been a shot that you yeah. go over and before you know it, a literal. Well, you don't really understand that you've been punched for a minute. It's, but yeah. when it's that hard, you just like, you kind of get up in a daze and then like, oh. Yeah, and speaking to both the, both of you guys afterwards, it really it was like speaking to a wall. There was so little emotion. It was just like it was it, you weren't laughing, you weren't crying. I was it, it was like, it was well, it wasn't like uh, I was laughing about but, it. But it it wasn't like it it was clearly trying to bring it up or like trying to talk about the thing. It was like you were on a slightly different plane. It was I could see well, was there was bir- there was birds around your head. Yeah, a little bit. But then also you're answering the same questions to like 15 different people, <laughs> yeah. and you get and you just I'm not gonna I'm just gonna stop talking now because it gets boring. Which is the wor- another part of the admin explaining to everyone what's fucking happened. Yeah, to that you. must be a nightmare. And then they must have thought about that to shop assistants to vape owners <laughs> of them them going well also what happened you say it and you say it explain the situation that my friend started it and i came over to make sure he didn't die and then them going well you know it's just not worth it i like i know it's not worth it i wasn't picking people up on littering (laughs) i was just walking over there to try and defuse the situation do you think maybe we can get um if if david attenborough or any or greta turnberg wouldn't be great if this story gets picked up and you guys get like an environmental badge of honor for defending well, the right, the literacy. If, if you guys feel it's necessary to get in touch with your city council members or just passing Green Park officials or if, you know, people that are doing the good fight, if there isn't a, def- that is the definition of a good fight. I am, uh, me and Max are both eco warriors. Yeah, that's clearly, yeah. You guys um, deserve a plaque in Parsons Green here. Yeah, here, the Battle of Parsons Green, <laughs> the of 20, Parsons 2021. I mean, if it was on a wikipedia page you know where they do like belligerent casualties and stuff yeah it wouldn't come off great for our group because it would be three casualties on our side three one, ca- one on theirs maybe no, i don't know we lost the battle but we won the war <laughs> we won the war we won the moral war max said he went back the next day and he saw no litter in the park <laughs> Did he? So our, our, <laughs> our, jo- our job is fucking dumb and frankly i'd you know i'd do it again if that means that our, our parks are going to be a safer space for the future 
then I'd do it again. You're doing this, this is a great thumb. Yeah, exactly. I think I might apply for the green party. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? The that. hard edge. And that's my hard edge. And it's a hard edge, but also kind of like a trauma. Yeah. So it's like, I get what it's like. Well, to be honest, like I like a lot of what the green party stand for, but they're such a cut yeah, yeah, they're party. And it's like, mm. they often have some of like, if you look at like base value policies, they have yeah. some of the most hardcore, radical, interesting, you know, yeah. world transforming policies but it's always done by these sort of librarian looking yeah, yeah. cucks remember they had like a joint leadership and one of them was natalie, natalie bennett, bennett that like the, the least charismatic australian yeah, yeah. it's like you're not going to be prime minister no, she, she what are you caroline, doing? caroline lucas though she was she was, she was like the one one that, and the rest of them were all just these kind of creepy librarians here's the here's the new face of the green party exactly do you believe in harvey dent i believe yeah, everyone <laughs> believes in harvey dent two-face <laughs> So my whole face is fucked. Do you but think yeah. you have a? Do you have a different? Do you think you'll have a different view now on like Hollywood fights? Do you know what? I've been watching uh, Invincible on Netflix, on Amazon. It's like a new a semi-anime cartoon thing, and there's there's been loads of this. It's really gory. It's mm. part of it, and I keep going. No, his nose would be a lot worse. Than that. <laughs> what in animation? Uh, yeah, correct. <laughs> well, I'm just like no, he'd, his nose would be worse. And I was like, he's gonna have a scar there. <laughs> <laughs> and, to his own yeah because every genuinely i've been looking at and like there was one this today that i was looking at where um he woke up the next morning after being he had the same cut on my nose as me oh. i was like oh great i can i can agree relate i can relate yeah. to this <laughs> um but he woke up and he had the black eye but he did another thing and i was like well where's that cut gone I was like, he needs to go. He needs to go and get some fucking tape on there, get it glued together, <laughs> and it's going to be told as like he's going to scar. Because it's like I know you've uh, had a, a period a couple of months back of watching a lot of Tom Cruise films, a lot yeah. of Tom Cruise action films, and I I, I've, I've, I watched a couple of, the, of them with you. Yeah, and it does seem like a hallmark of late Tom Cruise is extraordinary amounts of punch ups. Yeah, and what's so, missing is it's always like as a survivor. <laughs> as tell your story. I I'll tell my story again. <laughs> Um, what what you <laughs> and this is in the period when you're in recovery is that all you, when you see these things all you're thinking about is your face is, it would be so much worse than it is <laughs> right now like you've got to weigh lightly pal you just you can't yeah. just have a bruise under your eye you've got to have like permanent long term damage yeah. so you're more I'm more resentful of things yeah because it's like <laughs> this is with with the action stars if you're a soldier I imagine with full kit and armor I guess it's probably easier to avoid bruises and stuff. But yeah. in action films, when Tom Cruise got a leather jacket on mm. and it's just fisticuffs, yeah. most of it, because it's very, very rarely just bang, bang, bang. Yeah. A lot of time it's fisticuffs. <laughs> and it's like, he's like clarting like seven vaguely Eastern European men mm. is normally, yeah, whenever yeah. I pop into while, while you're watching something to ask yeah, you something, yeah. I'll look up at the screen and there's Tom Cruise clarting six uh, vaguely. vaguely Eastern European men. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the bad what? guys. <laughs> the baddies. Come on. Can the you, we can't be more clear. <laughs> Someone's got to save the world. Yeah, and sometimes he gets um, smacked uh, in the schnoz. And yeah. it is, that's what's missing, is it's like, in or in Jason Bourne films, which I watched recently again, you know, it, every time he got hit, it should be a long period of the bruising, the kind of... The, that's the, maybe what the we should seven do a film days. about. The admin <laughs> after getting punched. One punch. So the, it starts on an action sequence, but then yeah. the rest of the film is like a romantic art house piece. <laughs> About a dark art house piece. About what about a lady helping him get to recovery from his one punch? Yes. That's interesting. That's yeah. a good... Yeah. So who's in it? Who's in it? Um, right, that's a good question. So we need... I'm, try, I'm trying to cast the lady first. Do you, do you want it to be kind of a um, 
an unexpected romance, maybe a bit of an age difference. Oh, so I'm thinking Meryl Streep. Older Street. man, younger woman would be interesting, wouldn't it? No, no, I was joking. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine in this economy? <laughs> I'm thinking Meryl Streep yeah. is the woman kind of nursing about together, mm. and that bloke who played the other guy, the secondary guy in The Great Gatsby. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Okay. Toby Maguire and Meryl Streep. That's okay. okay. All right, I think I got it. Tom Maguire is, it starts off, it's like a cheesy Tom Cruise style. In a way, he looks a bit like me. Yeah, and also Tobey Maguire doesn't have the looks to maintain an action film, really. Thank I mean, you. He was, <laughs> he was Spider-Man, but he's not He's not bringing people to the box. I was like, no, Tom Cruise, no, every year, is yeah, bringing yeah. in at least 500 mil. Yeah, know? yeah. Tobey Maguire had Spider-Man when he was young and boyish looking, yeah. but since, he's not going to... Uh, he can be a weird villain. He can be a comedy friend. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have the face to support an action yeah. film. Apart from if it's like a B-movie. Yes. So it has a feeling of a B movie action film. He's got the leather jacket on, uh, and then it's the first fight mm. in what would be the classic thing. It has to be over litter on water. <laughs> I've got to get that core cool message across. Okay, so it's over littering, but it, but it's over a, a government conspiracy by the Russians who are who are dumping who are dumping in the mass West amounts of to litter. try and undermine. But they're not dumping like nuclear waste; they're dumping litter <laughs> to undermine democracy in the West, saying your government doesn't trust you. No, the government, the government litters. It's a comment Whatever. on Cambridge Analytica. It's Russia gay. It's Clearly. talking about how that goes without saying. The, the East is undermining yeah, the West yeah. democracy, yeah. and it's their fault. Uh, so it, it, it speaks to a lot of liberal anxieties, anyway. So that's 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 money. That, that's bums that's on money seats. in the bag. That's <laughs> bums on seats is one of my favourite expressions. It's too visceral. It's too it's visceral. visceral. You shit out your bum. You do. You poo out of it. So I don't want to hear it when we're talking business. No, neither do I. Because I'm thinking they take a shit on the seat is yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Farting. <laughs> Farting happens as well out yep, the bum. Yep, it does. Um, <laughs> so I'm saying it goes. It starts off, Tony Maguire, uh, he's uncovered a huge littering scandal by Russia to undermine democracy in the ways. The West. In the ways. He catches. A, <laughs> in the ways. He catches a group of six Eastern European men littering. Vaguely. Yeah. He goes over there to start a fight, hits one of them, gets hit in the face. Yeah. Then a woman pulls him away. Meryl Streep pulls him away immediately. Stop this! And they stop immediately. Yeah. And the bruise is massive. And yeah. the rest of the film is, is her sensually nursing him back to hell. Yeah. And him falling in love with an older woman when he, at the beginning of the film, is like this creep who's like, he I would only never. Like, only like Because he had a really traumatic experience in his past with a relationship where he was betrayed. And hates his granny. He, he's a big hatred of his granny. Massive <laughs> granny hate. Maybe he killed his gran. Yeah. Played by June Squibb. Do you know June Squibb? You know the old lady in Nebraska? Well, we do now. Yes. Yeah, you know her. Yeah, I do. That's yeah. June Nebraska, yeah. She plays the grandma. Oh, no, great. Yeah, I, I, okay, I can sign up for that. Um, and then, yeah. Okay, that's that's that film done. Um, yeah, well, just my final point on this um, is that I never, because I'd thought, would there ever be an episode where I don't wear the sunglasses? But this mm. is this has been, the, I, you can't wear it on a broken nose. It can make it worse. So I'm now forced to come out into the, we're doing it really early in the day as well. Exactly, yeah. This feels like a different podcast. It does, yeah. Well, I, I think ideally we would do it early because um, later in the I day. Because I fall asleep at like 8 p.m. now because <laughs> my brain's damaged. So this is a rare occasion where we could do it earlier because the, the later ones, I, I'm sure you guys have noticed the later they get pushed, the near the end, Andrew starts getting more drunk and aggressive and tired. And confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is, I mean, again, it's the, yeah, the only one we've had the opportunity to do early when I have a massive headache. <laughs> I can't talk properly. My, my nose is completely blocked. And there's some searing pain. But 
Look, comedy, let's move on. We've done that. We've addressed it. That's well, it. Okay, so obviously, um, technically, it was bad news, Andrew getting punched in the face, even though in many ways it was good news. But for the podcast, we- another great uh, bit of good news. Mm. We have been contacted finally, finally, after... I mean, it's taken a while. Yeah. But we yes. have been contacted by... Um, a sponsorship you know we've we've finally been uh i got messaged on instagram being yeah. asked to be an ambassador for a brand that i feel very strongly about and i'm very happy <laughs> they've reached out sadly it's not gaviscon that was, that was the big one the worst. but you are now looking at the new brand ambassadors of the great institution that is smooth my balls at smoothmyballs.com dot com not dot co dot uk this dot com dot com international smooth, smooth my balls, balls. They're, they're keeping the balls smooth internationally part of the massive hyper market that has existed for men's manscaping nowadays it's a competitive industry it you've is, got manscaped you've got like why has that suddenly jumped up I mean, of course, there's like now that men, the metrosexualism exists mm. and having a better kind of body hair grooming exists. Mm. That's great. Do you think that's the only reason why there's just been an absolute influx of different companies? Well, I think for 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 kind of masculine podcasts, even though the majority of our listenership are actually women and this is actually a female podcast. This is a problem. This is, uh, but people don't know that because we give off such yeah. masculine energy. Boys, punches, uh uh, knock glasses. off Oakley's like trousers Cro- Crocs Crocs um, that's think, enough let's think of five more uh, <laughs> vape vapes vapes socks Ikea flat packs and plants dead plants dead plants there we go Men. masculine manliness um, it, it's slightly gay but it's still male 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 metrosexual metrosexual oh there you go metrosexual there it is so we, though we have um somehow ended up with a 56% female fan base. Mm. Uh, we do scream men and we scream smooth balls. Men! <laughs> regularly, regularly. It's and not we the scream funniest smooth segment, balls. But... Smooth balls! Ah! Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but finally, uh, but, but yes, because in podcasting with advertising, yeah. uh, manscapes, smooth balls, me undies, it's always these kind of like small... Yeah kind of everyday things th- that they think they can make money off from podcasting. Yeah, exactly. It's something that you'd hear and think, yeah, I'll buy that. I'll use you know, what, the code. You can't be, you can't be you're advertising be enticed, Rolex. Yeah, you're not going to be enticed to buy a piano <laughs> from listening use to Use the discount code. To get 10% off a 10 grand grand piano. Um, but maybe we need to reach out to, the thing is because female grooming, they've got it right for centuries. Like they know how to groom their downstairs. They're never regions. Um, manscaping is now only becoming a thing recently but yeah. we need to maybe find if there's an equivalent female company to cater for our female viewership um, uh, Venus well, no no Venus is already a thing it's too it'd big. be something like um, like not calm my vag but like um, um, well, what's the, what's the, that was smooth it's, balls it says smooth my balls it should be because smooth my vag would work as well landing strip landing strip bit masculine though isn't it well that's what you do when you do it like yeah but it sounds a bit fucking it yeah, needs to apply yeah. to the female market yeah. Fla- flower power no it needs to no, be that's like, like a 60s cop show uh, about two females uh yeah like shiny vag Who are hippies shiny vag not sure shine about my, shine me shine, shine, shine me vag <laughs> shine me shine fan. me vag www.shine me vag well maybe we should make this maybe why don't we, we why don't we product, become the change we want to see in the world before advertising a new potential business idea, yeah let's stick we the one have uh, some genuine sponsorship work to do for as brand ambassadors of a, a brand we feel very what I like about Swimming by Balls off the top is that there are many different ones there's things like Manscaped there's a couple of others but the um 
the emphasis on on these things is discretion you know uh, yeah. uh, in other podcasts uh they talk about uh uh viagra pills yeah. balding pills there's a lot yeah. of these things that are kind of like uncomfortable mm. things for men to deal with mm. you want to have smooth balls you want your dick hard and you want to keep your hair but you don't want it to be called something that's on the nose you just listen to my soul yeah, you don't want it to be on the nose. What I respect about smooth eye balls is they've thrown that out the window and yeah. they've gone. It, you know what it is. No, you want smooth balls. <laughs> we'll fucking sort you out. They've got three main things, which is hedge clippers, pretty on the nose, turf chopper, pretty on the nose, and pube muncher. They've got a, a, a product called the pube muncher. Yeah. All right, which munches pubes. Yeah. Which. Uh, well, what, the other ones at least there was a little bit of artifice there it was a little bit playful but I like how on the third product they're like yeah, yeah it literally just munches pubes munches it up <laughs> munch your pubes up if you want smooth balls and your pubes munches then the you come is, to us what they've also done is I've famously and have spoken about this a lot don't have much body hair at all no so it's an amusing thing that I will be in any part advertising a brand that is about well you can be we can be before and after because I'm a very hairy man and I but have not to... visibly so yeah, not because well, you've got like wiry white hair, like an old decrepit man. It's true, but we're, we're t- it's also not visible because we're talking about ball hair, aren't we? And it, I don't, I don't put my balls on show on the pod. So this no, is about are. discretion. You make some good points. <laughs> Thank you very much. So I, I, I often, it often feels like a losing battle trying to tame. Uh, your ball hair. Is this um, you kicking off your ad? Because <laughs> <laughs> it really fucking sounds like it. Well, beforehand, do you want to read our ad reads? Yeah, I have a horrible feeling we've gone for very different things. So you want to start with yours first. Basically, yeah, we got, I did one we for don't know. We don't know what this is. Uh, we, we don't know what each other's is, but we said, right, we, we, we this is our big opportunity to prove that we are financially viable mm. uh, as brand ambassadors. We're for trying to monetize balls. the brand. We're trying to monetize the band. We're not doing great financially. Andrew's, you know, Look, Look at, him. at him. Look at him. We're not doing great. So we we wouldn't before we wouldn't we have sold out like cash. this. But we need some cash and we, we need, need some it cash. quick. And we need our fans to have some smooth balls. Because okay, there's two things we love before we start. Yeah. It's people who pay, is getting money mm. and it's uh how it's two things we like from you. Firstly, you've given us cash. And party. second, you guys having smooth balls. Having nice, smooth, voluptuous balls. Okay, so do we now- want to start? Because I did one for each. I did one for the mm. pube munch and one for the turf. You 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 do both back to back, um, and because basically when I look at professional podcasts, they always have these very pristine ad reads. Yeah, and when Smooth Eye Balls comment said basically you can advertise for us, they didn't give us anything, and yeah. we had to do all the work ourselves. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, all right, if you want to do the ad read, we'll do the ad, we'll read. Do the ad read, and this is what you're gonna. This get. is what you're gonna get. All right, Drew, you take away with your one. So this is for the pube muncher. <laughs> Tired of clogging up your sink with your pubic hair? Fed up of having to trim those balls in places that society (laughs) deems appropriate? Ever wish you could have a friendly looking cartoon character physically eat your pubes? Then look no further, as the pube muncher is the jolly blue blue pal that you've been looking for. Shave your your never regions anywhere you want now as our handy pube muncher fits right into your pocket and easily picks up any sprawled follicles without a second thought. Itchy crotch on the bus due to overgrown pubes? Pube Munch muncher. those pubes. <laughs> Struggling to focus on question 2C of that sticky exam because of an overgrown jungle down there. Pube muncher. Our jolly blue friend lives to eat your pubes. And after trying the pube <laughs> muncher for just one week, you'll wonder what you ever did before having that little blue friend in your pocket. Batteries not included. www.smoothmyballs.com slash balls gone wild. So we've got a discount code and we'll put it here right below now. If you want to get a discount of any of my Smooth My Balls products, you need to type in www 
smoothieballs.com slash balls gone wild. That's the key thing because then right. we can get some cash. Right, that was the pube muncher. Um, I then lost a lot of effort on the turf <laughs> chopper, so it's a lot more odd. Remember, I have a concussion. The turf chopper. Balls are a man's game. Balls are for men and men have balls. What do you call your pubes? Pubic hair, your private garden? Wrong! It's your fucking turf! <laughs> Apocalypse now! Black Hawk down! Dwayne the Rock Johnson! What do they all have in common? Helicopters! Choppers! Don't shave your balls like a pussy! Shave your balls like they're balls! Why is it for pansies? So we don't have any. 360 ball shaving, hands free, balls deep. Sack nipping is for nipper snappers, so if you want to nip sack, then snap. Oh. <laughs> Go on. Sack nipping is for nipper snappers, so if you want to nip sack, then if you want to nip sack, then sack yourself off. Nip and nip sack in the bud and get yourself some turf choppers. www.smoothmyballs.com slash balls gone wild. That's amazing. I think I'm going to pass out. That was incredible. Okay. That was a great ad read. So you now know the two main products, turf chopper and pube muncher. Uh, yeah. For mine was just a general um, smooth my balls ad read. Um, okay, now I'll do this seriously. Um, do you ever feel like no one likes you? Like maybe your parents regret having you? Do women regularly physically assault you in disgust? Well, it's probably due to your balls, your turfy, puby, rough balls. No one likes you and no one likes your rough, hairy balls. For centuries, rough, bald males were outcast of society, beaten and oppressed, history's losers with no hope of redemption. Until now, finally, the boffins working at Smooth My Balls have discovered a technology to finally smooth your horrible, sinful balls. Armed with a turf chopper with its nickless blade, you'll shave off not only your horrid ball hair, but also the worst excesses of your awful personality. It's a must-buy. Also, as a bonus, have you ever wanted your pubes munched? Have you ever screamed? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever screamed from your window, will someone for God's sake munch my pubes? To no avail. <laughs> Worry not, because your best friends at Smooth My Balls have made a new product called the Pube Muncher for munching away any unwanted pubes in your sink. Who needs a girl from when you've got a pube munch to munch away at your pubes? For a discount, please type in www.smoothmyballs.com slash balls gone wild. Well, we did it. We, we did, did it. it. We did so it. please do that, because we'd really appreciate a bit of cash in these trying times. And that... Um, from what I've heard, Smooth My Balls is actually the best of these products in the, on the marketplace. And that's why they're doing such a heavy push so that everyone can at least try it out and see that they really are the best uh, on the market. Did they actually, did, did, did you get told to say that? Uh, well, they told me that. Okay. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, no, I just wondered because it's, well, it sounded like we had too much creative control to be <laughs> to be true. And then it feels like you've then come in and then- Well, they, they say- they look, Yeah, sure, they look really good. They've said that if we do- um, a review the the uh, smooth balls and they'll share the clip. Well, if we I wonder some... if they'll share this. I don't know. If... I doubt it. <laughs> I, doubt I think you don't. I think particularly my bit <laughs> with a man, a very <laughs> unsettled looking man. It's not a shouting. <laughs> Buy this product. Do you need it? It's not the best, but well, that's. I mean, maybe it's this is the start of. As we've often discussed, the media conglomerate um, sure. is obviously the end game. Here. Yeah. Um, so it's the it's the start of that. At least, like, um, we'll be looking back when we're advertising Verizon and uh, BP Oil, and we'll be BP Oil. That would be an amazing yeah. advertisement. Uh, what would the what would the average? Uh, discount code on a hundred <laughs> for every hundred barrels of oil you Once get. Once we get failed state, because we're we're hoping to leave you guys your this listenership behind and have <laughs> just like oil tycoons and other. Media media conglomerates we don't want we don't want people we, we want, want more money people. <laughs>
in each individual person. Yeah. So we hopefully we'll cap it. It'll be eventually capped to like you have to have it'd be worth a million to view it. So then our advertisements work. Yeah, that would be interesting. Is like in the way that you kind of have like those sort of like Clinton style fundraisers where to to uh, arrive and fundraise for a charity, yeah, you yeah. have to spend thirty grand or something. Yeah. And it makes the room full of elites, perfect networking opportunity, and a bit of uh, social a bit of, capital. A bit of, a bit of green. Oh. Um, but we can do that with our podcast where yes. you have to invest 30k in so that you know the other people are listening mm. are also mega rich guys yeah. and then all of the advertising so you're, become- really about, you're gonna have you're gonna have some like east asian slave who's yeah. munching away at your pubes anyway because yeah. you're an illuminati rich guy yeah. you don't need you've got no interest in the pubes yeah and that's fine we, there's no disrespect there yeah um but we'll talk to selling Rolexes, yachts, The dream is that the podcast becomes more of a place, a networking forum, rather than us having to do anything. Well, we kind of, it's like a meetings incentive thing. Yeah, I know, but then once we get enough people, then they, we, the money runs itself. Exactly. We sit back and we have a pina colada. Make that cash liquid, <laughs> we, flip we, it. What are we going to liquidate? Yeah, we're going to liquidate that cash, flip it. But then what about our capitalized incentives? Well, if we capitalize the incentives, sit on that five years, yeah. doubled in value, you bang. Bang. <laughs> 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 that was a mathematic equation of why we don't need you. That's yeah, but actually, we really, we really do. do. In the real world, we in the um, real world. Yeah. So me, Horatio, and our flatmate had a very um, <laughs> interesting discussion about chocolate last night. Yeah. Um, and fascinating, fascinating, riveting. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's funny. Sorry, sorry to try to just start. It's like we got really excited that we had two really juicy bits, and then it's like back to what we'd normally be talking about. It's like right back onto what the normal shit is. Yeah, yeah, chocolate. <laughs> Let's talk. So, um, so with um, we all have our favourite chocolate. Sure. Now, I have often said that a ripple is kind of the height of chocolate in itself. Um, full stop. What you find to say? Yeah, you act like I was insecure about no, it. I'm just saying, it's not, which I'm not. Don't fully um, agree, but it's not it's but offensive. What they need to do is make a ripple bar, okay? And I've had pushback because people say it's just not possible, Andrew. It can't be done. You're not thinking straight. You're a dreamer. Well, you are not thinking straight. I. <laughs> it has come around yeah, the time you got. It's blasted. not, and I know it's not the best time to <laughs> kind of voice any business ideas. Think about like a barge, but you can dance on it. <laughs> but. The ripple bar has legs because you when you have a ripple, anyone that has a ripple and likes a ripple knows that you, all you want is more bloody ripple. Yeah. And you can recreate the ripple in itself because all it is is that chocolatey exterior with a kind of layered texture inside it. Make that into a big bar, everyone's laughing. I don't know how far ripple gets across and we've got quite a lot of international. I know I spoke to a fan today who was from New Zealand. We have a German fan. We have fans. So you need to explain. Australia and New Zealand need to sort their naming of shit out. Forget what we were going to talk about. Really, you've just forget stopped. what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> okay, wow. Give me a pen. What we're, we're just we're just starting our chocolate conversation. Jesus. In Australia, we'll come just, back to the chocolate. In thing. Australia, just eat is called menu log. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. In Australia, they call just eat menu log. It's absolutely and they disgraceful. Ridicule. I saw on a podcast us. Us two ridic- Australian guys. I know you told me this, yeah. but now I'm as I'm yeah. more outraged than you are about yeah. this. In they. They ridicule us for calling it Just Eat, thinking that's weird, instead of calling it Menu Log. Yeah. As in, Menu Log, you're literally logging from a menu. It's absolutely insane. So I saw on TikTok, 
two uh, Australian white dudes around our age who seem to be in many ways the Australian versions of us yeah. um, were talking about, do you know in the UK they call menu log just eat? And they're like, that's a bit gay. Yeah, that's just weird, mate. What are you talking about? What the fuck is your problem? What the fuck is your problem? Just eat. I know that you get used to a name, but can we just say objectively, I feel if... Ours was called Menu Log and theirs was called Justy. I, I would be, go oh, like theirs is better. better. Theirs is better. Theirs is better. Theirs is, better. Theirs is clearly Menu better. Menu Log. But what's fascinating about it is the marketing. If that's their opinion, the marketing team for Justy clearly got it right. And how? <laughs> how the fuck did they know that Menu Log would be more successful in, in Menu Australia? Log. Menu Log. <laughs> Menu log. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. As in, it's a log of menus. Is that the whole point that you have a log of menu different log. menus? It makes it sound like you're going to fucking library. It's absolutely terrible. Just eat. Just eat. Did like, somebody say it's saying, just eat? The, all, what, the, all it's saying is don't worry about cooking. Just, just eat. eat. How this simple? Don't worry about cooking. You just log menu log. Don't worry about cooking. Just sort through our entire selection, <laughs> our log of menus, and then eventually come to a decision, order upon our app, and then it will be delivered to you subsequently. And it's the horrifying, um, I saw on TikTok, the horrifying realisation of um, seeing their advert where it goes, did somebody say menu, menu log? I would hope the Snoop Dogg would refuse to do it for Australia. <laughs> yes. Because like that is fucking obscene. That's why and he got paid so look, much. Do you know he got paid like thirty mil for yeah. the, those ads? Yeah, of course. It's he probably did. because he was ten mil, and then he and had then that he, went, he was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." <laughs> Not a great snooker. <laughs> That's fine. <It's> fine. <coughs> yeah, dog, I'll do it. Sure. But we got another What's one. What's this shit about menu log? <laughs> Damn no. <laughs> is that the end of the? Yeah. Well, I, I was just him saying I'll do it for another twenty mil. <laughs> okay. So I didn't want to put put everyone through my accent enough for that. Um, but, but yeah, dreadful. that is, I appreciate cultural differences. Sure. And I'm out there and here and ready to say, yeah, fair enough. It doesn't make sense to me, but fine. Makes sense to their culture. Menu log, no. Australia is not different from, from us enough yeah. to suggest that that can be catchy. So, menu log, if it was in Norway, kind of a Scandi country, maybe a German thing, you can understand. Das ist menu log. It's like, okay, that kind of works, you know. Did somebody you, say menu log? Again, with your lack of German, you can't even say, did somebody say? <laughs> or you could say, that is menu Do you know, log. did somebody say? Of course I don't. No, of course you don't. Uh, did Dish, someone say? Did somebody say? Slag. Did somebody say? Menu log. Did somebody say? Menu log. That, I'll be like, that makes sense. Fair play. But Australia, Australia, the chilled out... The cricket playing, the barbecue having, always short. Oh, you want to pick up some menu log? <laughs> Not good. <laughs> but they call all their mates like Jano. Jano, Jano, Jono. Hey, do you guys oh, want to pick up a menu log? Jono, do you want to get a menu log? You know, I can't. <laughs> I, my point would be proved if I could do the accent. That's the thing. But yeah, the conclusion is is absolutely clout, and Australia needs to take a to- long, hard look at yourself. Because if you carry on with this stuff, mm. we're coming back. We're coming back. We take the Queen is gonna. The Queen's had a lot of soft power in Australia. Mm. Uh, she's still technically your head of state, but that's a symbolic mm. value. Which if she oversteps yeah. the line, but if she finds out about menu log, I don't the, think she'll be happy. The the Marines are coming in. The SAS are, yeah. are going straight in, and we're taking and we'll temporary be, control. We'll be on the front line because <laughs> I for one cannot stand this. To the Third British Empire. We're gonna go again, man. Menu log. How pathetic. How pathetic is that entire nation that they think menu log is acceptable? I, I like Australians until until I found out this. Me too. Big yeah. fan. Big, Big fan. fan. I really liked. I think they've really done a lot. You know. Never meet your heroes. Never. <laughs> but back to the choc- Back to chocolate. So I believe that the Ripple Bar is the 
kind of future of confectionery but what, the, what, what, what I was saying, which is like the Australian thing, is some people don't know what Ripple Bar is. A Ripple I is... mean, in Australia, they'll probably call it fucking chocolate dick. Cho- <laughs> <laughs> somebody want a sugar snack? <laughs> it's pathetic. Does someone want a cacao sugar snack? <laughs> <laughs> God, you, I'm just popping out. Does anyone want a Galaxy Cacao Sugar Snack? <laughs> um, so it's like it's Galaxy, but in America they call that Dove. That's something I fine, fair. You need to get to your point because <laughs> no, because no. Also, I wanna, I want it because it's also I find it fascinating how why how there's a marketing team that know that the word Dove is going to do better in America than Galaxy is in like yeah. the rest of the world. How the fuck do they know that? Mm. I, it's really interesting. Okay, sorry, it is really interesting. I, once again, we need to get to this fucking Ripple chat, but- Well, just, the Ripple chat was only a pre just, just on this. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so like, I saw, whenever I went to another country, a classic thing of knowing you're on holiday is when yeah, you see yeah. Lays instead of Walkers. Yeah, yeah. You see the Walkers logo yeah. and you see Lays and you immediately say, I must be in a third world country yeah. because this is, you know, uh, you go to Italy or Spain and you see Lays and you're like, this yeah. is, these, these, these people are 30 years As behind. in you'll get put in prison for yeah. kind of walking the wrong way. Yeah, it just feels like this is yeah. a failed state when you see Lays. Lays. Okay. Yeah. And I did some research because Walkers, Gary and- Everyone knows this, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but, but Walkers, uh, everyone, I, I know everyone knows I know this. The, yeah, yeah, no, comment. no, no, maybe not. Sorry. Continue. So Walkers in the UK, uh, Gary Lineker is famous for doing the advert. It, kind of speaks of a very British brand. It feels like it's kind of as British as Coleman's, as yeah. British as systemic My racism. My. It's like, those are the big things we have. Yeah. Walker's crisps to, to us feels like a very British thing. Yeah. And I looked it up, it's a Canadian brand. Yeah. And 90%, 95% of all, basically mm. all other countries call it Lay's. Yeah, that's so that was the thing. So we're the menu log yeah, we're of them. The, yeah, we're the menu log of them. And, but the thing is Walker's Lay's, we're not the menu log of them, we're the Dove Galaxy of them. Like, fair enough, whatever, it's different and it's weird that it's different, but Walker's fine. That's a fine name for yeah. crisps. Lay's, fine. Also fine name for crisps. Mm-hmm. I know it feels weird, mm-hmm. but it's not menu log. Let's not say it's menu log, okay? Um, but, yeah, so Dove, Galaxy, da- Galaxy Dove, so wherever the heck you are in the world. Uh, type some more, type some more, if you know any, comment some more. Yeah, some of the more, of the, of the weird <laughs> differences. Like, okay, and there's, there's something, I think Opal in... This is clearly something that gets me really upset. Yeah. I think Opal in a lot of countries is the equivalent of Vauxhall, a car. That's that's weird. I think it's a completely it's different vibe. Or it's just a completely different car. I know, I think the, it is The that. Con- concussion's kicking in. If you could try and finish this point on the okay. Ripple. So, the Ripple point. It's a flaky circular log. It's a flaky circular log. <laughs> Write that down for the name later. <laughs> flaky circular log uh, made of Galaxy chocolate, but it's creamy. Um, it's really, it's one of the lightest bars you'll ever eat and it kind of melts in your mouth. Um, but... Many people, it's hot. It can like akin to a flake. It can be difficult to eat because of crumbling. But easier than a flake because it's wrapped in wrapped in a, a kind smooth, of a smooth chocolate, chocolate um, exterior. Yeah, uh, exactly. Make that into a bar. You're gonna make millions. This, well, I, that was just my chocolate idea, which is more to bring up the point: the fact that I have more of a credence in chocolate ideas because I am still potentially still. I might have been excommunicated from it, but a part of the Nestle consumer panel. Mm. So it's a big part of your life. It's a couple of years, right? A couple it? of years of my life. So in year thirteen, must have been. Um, there was, but this is the king. None of you would have seen it, and it's a real shame that none of you saw it because it changed my life forever. Um, there was an aero 
you hear i know you're hearing the word arrow and you're going why is this guy bringing this up in like a goat's chocolate chocolate. of course it's a three-star chocolate but the chocolate that they produced on a limited edition series was a 10-star chocolate it was a white chocolate arrow bar and it was i I bought one just out of pure goddamn curiosity back when it was more my sweet confectionery stage of life but had it it blew my cock off and straight off straight off so I'm a eunuch. <laughs> so that's why I'm on the consumer panel because and I've that's had why to he's representing smooth my balls. Smooth my balls. <laughs> because <laughs> and where his dick is, it's just yeah, a smooth. Too plate. much. Too much of the pubic shaving industry is focused on the cock. <laughs> I'm one one that's just the balls for people that don't have a cock. But so it is a limited edition, and on the back it had the. I think now I'm remembering it. The most the most incredible amount of artificial preservatives. And negative ingredients in there. I think it basically said you'll get a heart attack if you eat it. <laughs> but my God, was this chocolate something to behold. Okay. It was the most astonishing thing I've ever had. So because it was limited edition, I got a bit I got a bit hooked on it. So I wrote into Nestle to say, you have to keep this going. You can't cut off my supply. You need to keep this chocolate going because it's the <laughs> nicest chocolate I've ever tasted. I'm aware it's probably going to kill me 20 years earlier than I should. Sure. Take it. What's the last 20 years anyway? But I don't want to survive. I want to live. <laughs> and their response was, thank you. Thank you for your kind of, thank you for your interest in us. Would you like to be on the Nestle consumer panel? So then for the next three years, it was me getting questions about my chocolate <laughs> habits and me just answering them. And I don't, the thing is, I love a survey. Yeah. I, Do you? I love a survey. There was, because surveys bring people together. Let me tell you a story. No, go on, go on. There was, um, we were on the train. We were about to get a train from Brighton to Hassocks. Mm. And there was train line representatives handing out big survey pamphlets. Yeah. Huge ones, like A4 with loads of pages. Huge, yeah. Ha- sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, for a fucking sorry, train. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so they were handing them out. And I said, yeah, that's fucking. It's huge. I was just imagining A3. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that'd be obscene, wouldn't it? Can you fill out this survey for us, please, for free? So no, they were large. It was like A4 with several different pages on it. And I thought, yeah, we're going to go on a train journey. I don't want to talk to you anyway. I was with a friend. Let's go and smash out this train survey. And then we got in, started filling out the survey. It was a quiet carriage. And then the man next to us was like, he looked at me and went, why the fuck are you filling in this train survey? I went, because it's surprisingly fun. And he went, all right. And then he came over and he helped us fill out the survey. And I made a friend that day. Wow. Surveys produce kinship, companionship in people. There is something, because obviously I, you, I've talked about this a lot, where I feel we need some more kind of collective things. We're being yeah. more forced into our own individual little nooks. And yeah. Surveys should be one of the many things to bring people together. Sport, culture, surveys. surveys. <laughs> they bring people together. And I think part of what's so... I actually hate surveys, but that's because I just get super stressed out with just. You can't really you know, write. I don't, I don't, I, it's just it, it's R- all too much. Reading, <laughs> reading, and writing is it? Yeah, I'm being told to fill out something in a certain time makes me like have like a like a yeah, flashback yeah. to school, and I'm like, I'm not, gonna no, do it. I'm not gonna do it. There's no time limit yeah. on most of these surveys. That's um, just you panicking about it. <laughs> uh, but it is. I heard a standard do uh, a good routine about how basically surveys that, that it's almost like a it's really relaxing because it's just like a really really easy exam. Exactly. You know, yeah. What's your name? I've got yeah, this yeah. question. Bang. Absolutely. You bang on. You, age. Yeah. Got that. Date of birth. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, got that. that? <laughs> yeah. That's a thinker. Oh yeah. Race. Oh well. This depends is a... which day it is. Okay. We're going. We're going there. <laughs> are depends we? who I'm hanging out with. Have a couple of us around the train carriage. Well, I guess we're going for it. I always put other white. Yeah, other white. Because you know, there's like white British, 
There's black, Afro-Caribbean, Indian. <coughs> Do you always put other white? Always go other white. Do you? No. Yeah. But I, I find other whites quite funny yeah. as a thing. Because other whites basically saying like, you're, you're from Eastern Europe, aren't you? Yeah. That's what they're saying. It's like a wink. It's like, you're white, but... Yeah. You know, you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to specify it. Yeah, but we know. But we're you. not going to hire you for the big jobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not but, that kind of yeah, white. But we, <laughs> we know what you mean. But please specify if you are other white, because we'd like to know. Um, but so and off and is that? But also, people love answering questions about themselves. That's a big thing. As in, it, there's something there's something satisfying about ticking along, about you answering just the questions, mm. feeling like you're getting it right, but like talking about yourself for a long time. It's how they get you with mm. things like this. So maybe don't do surveys. Confuse the message. Yeah. I mean, the 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 tail end of this sh otherwise very good episode has been incredibly schizophrenic. It's been all over the place. You still haven't explained your ripple bar idea. I don't know if you're just going to bend that. Ah, we'll leave it. <laughs> just gonna leave. If, no, because what I I think it would be the revolution and a revolution and therefore the future in chocolate. But I need the boffins to go and work it out in the lab. We can come back next episode and try to explain. If someone genuinely has, because I've been facing flack on this, because people it just wouldn't work, Andrew. You're a dreamer. Yeah. But it can work, and I know one of you scientific minds out there will be able to give me a kind of blueprint diagrams appreciate of how to get the ripple chocolate bar into a wider form rectangular large bar that's it it won't work but uh, we'll, we'll get back to that on maybe another episode um to end the app because what we forgot to talk about uh in the kind of maelstrom of ha having too many things to talk about mm. was it may be a bookend of starting yeah. with how you got punched in the face we could talk about how you when, got punched when in the i face. got i've only yeah. been clattered once and i was i was punched on my 18th birthday on a pub crawl in my hometown of lewis with paul and max and the two hotheads and Andrew, um, and is often and the Andy case. Williams actually. And, yeah, he was the main belligerent. There's other people there, um, uh, and is often the case when we're around Paul and Max, we we're a cooler head when we're drunk, and they often get us into shenanigans with their hotheadedness. When it's just me and Andrew, we actually rarely get into any sort of scuffle. Oh, there's no scuffle. We're yeah. extraordinarily diplomatic when it comes to yeah. violence. Um, the we only might time do a couple of sarcastic comments, but that will be the extent. That, of it. That's as far as it goes, and under our breath, so they yeah. can't hear it. And after they've gone to the loo, <laughs> well, I'm not sure you should be wearing that t-shirt anyway. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I've been told many times, uh, assumed by many people, that I get punched in the face a lot. I've got a face that implies that I've been punched in the face much more than I have. I would love to see you with a swollen nose. Exactly, but um, just because it's, it's so small. That's part of it, but it's upsetting how. Um, excited people get by the idea that I might have got punched in the face. Often yeah. people like tell me you're going to get punched in the face. I never yeah, really yeah. have, but it's the assumption that's more painful than if I did get punched in the face regularly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've only been punched in the face once. It was on my mm. birthday, and it was when our other Max got you punched in the face, and our was friend it, was Paul, Paul, yeah. Paul got me punched in the face because Paul was riling up this sort of quite drunk quite incel looking guy you know with like the rectangular glasses so he looked like he works uh, in yeah. IT sort of vibe yeah yeah uh, with like yeah. the kind of short back and sides but a bit overweight so he looks like yeah. kind of a bit like a lesbian sort of vibe mm. um and lesbo incel guy huh lesbo incel Le Le yeah lesbo yeah, is a IT guy yeah and Paul is just riling him up because he keeps trying to chat up this girl yeah and Paul just is, he hears him chatting up this girl and just keeps saying, You're, you want to sleep with her, don't you? And just kept running up. And he's getting really, really angry. And Fucking he keeps idiot. going. And then Paul just keeps doing it. I am probably talking about, I don't know, how much I, I've been getting into the Roman Empire recently or something <laughs> dull. Yeah. Saying how it's an interesting historical... Familiar thing. with the uh, <laughs> Battle of Boswell. <laughs> 
just having some stupid chat. Paul Fanta from the left hand side has kept posing and then he says one comment too far, darts away like a mischievous puck like figure. And then because we look similar, we both got kind of blonde it is a short puck like figure. Yeah. Blonde short back and sides. Yeah. This drunk, slightly cross-eyed Lesbo IT guy turns round, sees me, taps me in the shoulder, I turn around and he just punches me in the face. And I, I, I was complete shock because I, he, he, he didn't realise it wasn't, uh, it wasn't yeah. me. And I was like, what the fuck? I kind of worked out what happened. It wasn't that bad, but I like, I made a, I, I did like a Neymar dive, like no. Yeah, like, I, I remember, and, I remember seeing you hit the floor, and, and I was like no, because I, I thought it would be funny because it didn't actually hurt at all. But I was yeah. like spinning around, banging off the walls. Yeah. Um, and then out of nowhere, this odd-looking guy with like a monk-like baldness you know with yeah, like the ring, yeah wearing this kind of blue hoodie fat mm. jeans and whenever like, a fight appears ethereal creatures come ethereal from, guys so he came out know it he wasn't seemingly with anyone yeah straight away my friend's like what the fuck are you doing uh to the guy who's just punched me he comes out of nowhere out of the shadows mm. with just like an alabama slammer deontay wild rhinestone cowboy rhinestone cowboy this mega punch smacks the guy's punched me way harder than he punched me because it really wasn't hurt didn't hurt me at all there wasn't even bruising his head smacked him and then it was like stuff you see it was quite surreal he he gets hit he then falls yeah hits his head on the Uh, curb that that was pretty i remember the sound it didn't it didn't even look painful it looked like death it looked like he was gonna die i looked i saw him hit the ground and we all looked, saw it. His head went down. I'm like, that's how people die. That is, that is like because it was it was on the curb of the road. That must be the number oh, one yeah. way that people die in pubs. Yeah, is getting hit and hitting the curb because he like he fell down. Oh, it's like, horrible. And it, it smacked it's loud horrible. crack. The guy with the blue hoodie Run. puts his hands in his <laughs> yeah. pockets, then like waddles out of there. We're left with the thing, and then somehow the guy. Hit his head in the coat. His head sort of bounced up and just sort of got up immediately and was completely fine. Yeah. I'm not sure he was long-term fine. Yeah. Uh, I saw him in an off-license in Brighton six months later and he apologised. So it wasn't the most hardcore punching So I think the stuff. lesson <laughs> of this episode, kids, is go and get in fights because nothing bad can come of it. Only... I have one of six weeks. Maybe six weeks I'll be in an offie around, around London. And, and maybe maybe, maybe the people will go. I'm really sorry. He'll come about up that. and go. You know what? I shouldn't have done that. And then as he walks out, I'd chucks go, a Chris zero bucket. tolerance policy on litter, bitch. <laughs> Crack in with my elbow. <laughs> Revenge is key. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, subscribe to the Patreon, and uh, I've got to go fund me for medical care. Uh, and we'll see you next week.